I have written in prior passages on this site about prophecy in the Psalms. One major topic area of the Psalms is that which prophetically shows elements of the kingdom war involving King David versus his enemy that is the Antichrist, evil spirit of his day. Although King David was God's warrior in conventional battle, this spiritual war fought by David is what he describes primarily in his Psalms. He calls out the Antichrist Chaldeans for their tactics of personal destruction including lying, false accusations, harassment, etc. I have addressed these tactics in detail in prior passages on this site. This same spiritual war continues today at the institutional level and on a global scale, and will only intensify from this point forward. This is a war with two sides, that is, the Antichrist world order, its oppressive powers and minions, versus true Jesus Christ believers. The Psalms that apply to this kingdom war have application for all believers in these end times. The prophetic principles are the same and are transitive, for example, David sometimes speaks from the standpoint of his own end times protege, i.e. an end times David or Jacob. David in his Psalms also refers to the future heavenly kingdom's house of David, or God's holy and royal inheritance, in several places. The good news in prophetic Psalms is the last day's deliverance of God's people and the defeat of their enemies. Herein, I will show how prophetic Psalms support this major theme according to the following subtopic areas. The initial ask for help. Deliverance from captivity and from the violent man. Deliverance for the soul. Deliverance for justice. Deliverance of God's people and God's punishment of His enemies. These prophecies and prophetic topics will also apply in these last days for the larger house of Israel as well as to all true believers in Jesus the Messiah. Initial ask for help. As a precursor to their deliverance, God's people in the last days cry out to Him for His help while suffering from Antichrist Chaldean spiritual warfare and tactics of persecution. While it is the God of Israel who saves souls, most importantly, recall that Jesus Christ also saves people's physical lives from real and present danger. In their crying out for deliverance, David and his house in ancient days prayed to God for his saving strength against their oppressive enemies. The following are requests by King David for deliverance in his day. Deliver me from mine enemies, O my God, defend me from them that rise up against me. Peace 59-1. Hear my voice, O God, in my prayer, preserve my life from fear of the enemy. Peace 64-1. Deliver me, O Lord, from the evil man, preserve me from the violent man. 140-1. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, with my voice unto the Lord did I make my supplication. I poured out my complaint before Him, I showed before Him my trouble. Peace 142-1-2. You can be assured that these prayers are very similar to those of God's persecuted Jacob Judah small flock remnant in these last days. Along with asking for God's defense and salvation, His ancient people asked God for His blessing, coming back and reminding Him that they had not forgotten Him as the only true God of Israel. In a psalm referring to a future day of trouble, we are told that God's people will say. Some trust in chariots, and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Peace 20-7. In addition, David told God that they shared a common enemy, saying, Do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee. Peace 139-21. Along these lines, God's people called for him to redeem them for his own mercy's sake. Peace 44-26. The following scriptures show David and his people asking for God's blessing of salvation in the midst of their persecution. Save thy people, and bless thine inheritance, feed them also, and lift them up forever. Peace 28-9. Turn us again, O Lord God of hosts, cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. Peace 18-19. God be merciful unto us, and bless us, and cause his face to shine upon us, Selah. That thy way may be known upon earth, thy saving health among all nations.
P67-1-2. My times are in thy hand, deliver me from the hand of mine enemies, and from them that persecute me. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant, save me for thy mercy's sake. Peace 31 15-16. God will help and deliver His people again for His own sake and glory in these last days. This will include justice for the righteous Jacob Judah remnant. This redemption will be seen by others worldwide who will then come to know the one and true God of Israel as their own. Deliverance from Captivity and from the Violent Man To begin, it is clear in Scripture that the pattern of God's people being oppressed and held captive will continue in these last days. This is a result of their being scattered among the nations, and living among and mixing with Gentile strangers. Thus, the first level of deliverance that God's people will cry out for is to be freed and released from their oppression, persecution and bondage. When they turn back to God and obtain salvation through Jesus in these last days, they will obtain this deliverance. This is prophetically promised for end times Jacob, individually, as well as for his people. As God did in answering King David's prayers, we are told in Scripture that end times Jacob will have his bonds broken by God, and that God will again turn the captivity of Zion. We are also told the following in Scripture. Oh that the salvation of Israel were come out of Zion! When God bringeth back the captivity of his people, Jacob shall rejoice, and Israel shall be glad. Peace 53-6. The righteous shall be glad in the Lord, and shall trust in Him, and all the upright in heart shall glory. P 64-10. I have previously described the initial deliverance of the Jacob-Judah small flock remnant as well as the deliverance of the larger house of Israel that occurs later in the tribulation period. Deliverance from the violent and bloody man. Beyond King David's and his people's general pleas for deliverance, David prayed directly for God's help in defeating his oppressive enemies. David understood the spiritual kingdom more very well, and he also understood his godless enemy. He referred to his enemy as, the hand of the wicked, the foot of pride, workers of iniquity, the deceitful and unjust man, the bloody and deceitful man, the violent man, the hand of strange children, etc. He prayed for the God of salvation to save and preserve him, and to spare his life from danger from those who he referred to as being continually gathered for war. King David confirmed more than once that God heard his prayers. Just a few of his psalms related to his asking for deliverance from the enemy are as follows. Deliver me, O Lord, from the evil man, preserve me from the violent man. Psalms 141. Deliver me out of the mire, and let me not sink, let me be delivered from them that hate me, and out of the deep waters. P 69-14. Deliver me from the workers of iniquity, and save me from bloody men. P 59-2. Prayers, supplications and cries of David for his people, which prophetically apply in these last days, also include those that are more specific related to their deliverance from enemies. Many of these ancient prayers were prophetic, even applying in the near term, as David foresaw his deliverance. Apparently, David heeded the following words of God as the Jacob-Judah remnant will do the same in these last days. And call upon me in the day of trouble, I will deliver thee and thou shalt glorify me. Peace 50 15. King David's prophetic foresight was a product of his strong faith. Notice in the scriptures below how he is already envisioning his deliverance before it happens. This reminds of the Apostle Paul describing faith as the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen, HEB 11-1. We see this exemplified in the following scriptures of the faithful psalmist below. For the Lord loveth judgment, and forsaketh not his saints, they are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. Peace 37-28. Now know I that the Lord Sabbath is anointed, He will hear Him from His holy heaven with the saving strength of His right hand. Peace 20-6. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, Thou wilt revive me, Thou shalt stretch forth Thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies, 
and thy right hand shall save me. Ps 138-7. As we know, God did in fact deliver David. This is described in more detail in the section below. Deliverance for the soul. The Antichrist spirit-led, satanic enemy is looking to capture as many souls as possible to bring down with him into the pit. This enemy targets God's own faithful people, specifically, with many temptations. Thus, the spiritual kingdom war against the Antichrist spirit is one to preserve and to save one soul. So, deliverance that is prayed for is also for God to save while one is in anguish and inner turmoil, deliberately brought on by Antichrist called the unlawless tactics of personal destruction such as false witness, lies, traps, vanity, etc. in order to destroy to destroy one's reputation and personal life. We are told that the Lord, indeed, preserves the soul of His saints, Ps 97 121-7. 121-7. There is no better example of this than King David, who again is himself an example for and persona of end-time saints, who cried out of the depths for his own soul such as described in the following scripture in the Psalms. O keep my soul, and deliver me, let me not be ashamed, for I put my trust in thee. Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait on thee. Redeem Israel, O God, out of all his troubles. Peace 25 20-22. But God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave, for he shall receive me. Selah. Peace 49-15. Save me, O God, for the waters are coming unto my soul. Peace 69-1. Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake, for thy righteousness' sake bring my soul out of trouble. Peace 143-11. As described in the section above, King David already knew the answers to his prayer requests because of his faith, and God subsequently delivered him. Meanwhile, the following scriptures show how David describes the ultimate deliverance of his soul. These verses constitute God's answers to David's requests just shown in the Psalms above. For thou hast delivered my soul from death, wilt not thou deliver my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living? Peace 56 13. Come and hear, all ye that fear God, and I will declare what he hath done for my soul. Peace 66 16. He hath delivered my soul in peace from the battle that was against me, for there were many with me. Peace 55 18. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers, the snare is broken, and we are escaped. Ps 124-7. In addition to his and his people's souls being delivered as an answer to his prayers, King David was also assured that his enemies who sought for his soul would be destroyed and would go into the lower parts of the earth. I address God's punishment of his enemies in the final section of this passage. The evil enemy's tactics turned against them. Deliverance of the soul for many in these end times will be experienced as part of the unveiling of the mystery of iniquity. I have described in prior passages supported by other scripture what will be God's supernatural light that is shed on the dark kingdom side of the war that is perpetuated by its powers, principalities and authorities in high, spiritual places. This revealing will bring truth and understanding to people worldwide. It will be food for the soul for any of those worldwide who have been targeted in some way in this secret war. This kind of deliverance for God's people will be one in which God turns the tables, so to speak, on His enemies. The enemy's tricks will be turned upon themselves and their own divided house will not be able to stand. We are told that God turns the ways of the wicked upside down, Ps 146-9. The following examples of this are found in the Psalms. The wicked is snared in the work of his own hands. Ps 9:16. Let them cover themselves with their own confusion, as with a mantle. Ps 109-29 and he shall bring upon them their own iniquity, and shall cut them off in their own wickedness. Ps 94 23. So they shall make their own tongue to fall upon themselves. Ps 64-8. 
as for the head of those that compass me about, let the mischief of their own lips cover them. Ps 140-9. Let their table become a snare before them, and that which should have been for their welfare, let it become a trap. P 69-22. This deliverance pertained to King David's day, but it will apply again in these last days with end times Jacob. King David, who is a representation or protege of end times Jacob or David in some cases personally appeals to God related to his situation against his enemies. This is the same warrior who defeated many enemies in conventional warfare, but the following Psalms are related to his battle for his soul versus the evil adversary. This adversary ironically even included his enemies from within the house of Israel itself. You may recall the last days house of Israel are even likely prime enemies of end times Jacob, the daughter of Zion, and others in the end times Jacob Judah remnant. The following petitions of King David for his soul in his day very likely represent those made by the last days persecuted Jacob Judah remnant. Let all mine enemies be ashamed and sore vexed, let them return and be ashamed suddenly. P 610. Let them be ashamed and brought to confusion together that rejoice at mine hurt, let them be clothed with shame and dishonor that magnify themselves against me. Peace 35 26. Let them be ashamed and confounded together that seek after my soul to destroy it, let them be driven backward and put to shame that wish me evil. Peace 40 14. Let the wicked fall into their own nets, whilst that I withal escape. Peace 141 9. We know from prophetic scripture elsewhere in God's Word that the revealing of God's people's dark, secret enemy and its tactics is exactly what will happen in these last days. This will happen at the time that the mystery of iniquity is uncovered and revealed for all of the world to see. This is the point at which we are told the news will be so bad and incriminating that rulers and leaders will resort to hiding in caves. Deliverance for Justice In these last days, it will become clear that kings and rulers are corrupt, and have been responsible for the oppression of many people, even including entire societies worldwide. Worldwide Babylonian kingdom rulers in our current end times do exactly the opposite of what God instructs for His righteous kings. As you are likely aware, God is concerned about the poor, needy, fatherless, widow, alien, etc. We are told that He maintains the cause of the afflicted, and the right of the poor, Ps 140-12. These will be the ones who will have been left behind by the corrupt new world order and its leaders. Given an evil depopulation agenda of today's New World Order leaders, disaffected and oppressed citizens across the world will find that they must rely on the God of Israel's deliverance, just as his house of Israel remnant people will. King David, who described himself several times as poor and sorrowful, remarked, The Lord is known by the judgment that he executes. He asked God for deliverance and justice in the midst of the war of righteousness versus evil as follows. Judge me, O God, and plead my cause against an ungodly nation. O deliver me from the deceitful and unjust man. Peace 43-1. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Peace 9-9. In Thee, O Lord, do I put my trust, let me never be ashamed, deliver me in Thy righteousness. Peace 31-1. But I am poor and needy, yet the Lord thinketh upon me, Thou art my help and my deliverer, make no tarrying, O my God. Peace 40-17. For the needy shall not always be forgotten, the expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. Ps 9:18. In these last days, God will be looking to His righteous house of Israel remnant first, who are among the persecuted and oppressed. Getting justice for Jacob and his small flock remnant will both ensure and secure a holy, royal and righteous inheritance who will enter and rule in God's kingdom according to His law and spirit. Justice that is written about in the Psalms that will apply prophetically for today's meek, poor and oppressed Jacob Judah remnant of God's people in these last days can be seen in the following scriptures. 
for the oppression of the poor, for the sighing of the needy, now will I arise, saith the Lord, I will set him in safety from him that puffeth at him. Peace 12-5. The king's strength also loveth judgment, thou dost establish equity, thou executest judgment and righteousness in Jacob. Peace 99-4. He shall reward evil unto mine enemies, cut them off in thy truth. Peace 54-5. His heart is established, he shall not be afraid, until he see his desire upon his enemies. He hath dispersed, he hath given to the poor, his righteousness endureth for ever, his horn shall be exalted with honour. Peace 112-8-9. Deliverance from evil for the last days Jacob Judah small flock remnant will also be a victory for all in the earth who are oppressed, poor and needy and long to see God's justice themselves. Recall this small flocks and times war about which God says, I will make justice the measuring line, and righteousness the plummet, is 28-17. The victorious results of their battle will benefit the world, especially those who are oppressed and yearn for justice and righteousness. Again, the following verses from the Psalms show God's justice for people worldwide and have obvious prophetic application for these last days. Before the Lord, for He cometh, for He cometh to judge the earth, He shall judge the world with righteousness, and the people with His truth. Ps 96:13. Thou didst cause judgment to be heard from heaven, the earth feared, and was still, when God arose to judgment, to save all the meek of the earth. Selah. P 76-8-9. Which executeth judgment for the oppressed, which giveth food to the hungry. The Lord openeth the eyes of the blind, the Lord raiseth them that are bowed down, the Lord loveth the righteous, the Lord preserveth the strangers, He relieveth the fatherless and widow, but the way of the wicked He turneth upside down. Ps 146-7-9. Notice that the oppressed people who will be saved fit the very same description of those Jesus referred to who will see the kingdom of heaven, i.e. the poor, meek, etc. We are told in Scripture, for the Lord taketh pleasure in His people, He will beautify the meek with salvation, Ps 149-4. We are also told, but the salvation of the righteous is of the Lord, He is their strength in the time of trouble, Ps 37-39. Deliverance and God's punishment of His enemies. I have recently addressed as part of prophetic principles in the books of Moses how God fights and supports His people in their battle, both in terms of conventional warfare assistance but also in the spiritual battle. King David rhetorically asked in Scripture. Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Ps 94-16. Of course, David had God on his side during his conventional warfare, but his battle against the Antichrist spirit was different in terms of its nature. In the midst of his battle, David referred to God several times as his refuge, defense, shield, fortress, and hiding place, and rejoiced at how God had delivered him and set him as a king. We are living in the last days during which the world is going to witness God's supernatural protection, saving, and deliverance of His people in the midst of the kingdom war. Many of the Psalms present this prophetic picture, which corroborates and is consistent with other prophetic scripture. This is going to be a victory for the meek, humble and oppressed of the world versus the powerful, criminal, tyrannical rulers. The following scriptures refer to the power of God's mere presence and His deliverance of the persecuted and oppressed in the larger, unseen spiritual kingdom war by fighting for them as follows. Our God shall come, and shall not keep silence, a fire shall devour before Him, and it shall be very tempestuous round about Him. Peace 50-3. But God shall shoot at them with an arrow, suddenly shall they be wounded. Peace 64-7. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away, as wax melteth before the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. Peace 68-2. When mine enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. Ps 9-3. 
evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. Peace 34 21. Their sword shall enter into their own wicked heart and their bow shall be broken. Peace 37 15. A few of these scriptures above include direct warnings for wicked kings living in these last days. Speaking of kings, King David was a warrior with natural instincts to destroy his and God's enemies. King David had a fierce countenance versus his enemies. King David clearly recognized that which was pure evil, including godless men who he described as being continually for war without cause, and who are those who are to be completely destroyed in order for victory in the kingdom war. Along these lines, you can be assured that God's heavily persecuted remnant people in these last days will consider the following prayers about the destruction of the wicked as their own. Break their teeth, O God, in their mouth, break out the great teeth of the young lions, O Lord. Let them melt away as waters which run continually, when he bendeth his bow to shoot his arrows, let them be as cut in pieces. As a snail which melteth, let every one of them pass away, like the untimely birth of a woman, that they may not see the sun. Peace 58-6-8. Pour out thine indignation upon them, and let thy wrathful anger take hold of them. Let their habitation be desolate, and let none dwell in their tents. Let them be blotted out of the book of the living, and not be written with the righteous. P 69 24-25, Let his days be few, and let another take his office. Let his children be fatherless, and his wife a widow. Let his children be continually vagabonds, and beg, let them seek their bread also out of their desolate places. Let the extortioner catch all that he hath, and let the stranger spoil his labor. Let there be none to extend mercy unto him, neither let there be any to favor his fatherless children. Let his posterity be cut off, and in the generation following let their name be blotted out. Peace 109-8-13. In the soon coming tribulation period, God will pour out His wrath on the satanic, antichrist new world order. Leaders and rulers who defend agendas of big lies and perpetuate the deceit of a global government that oppresses and persecutes others will be among those who are heavily punished. All of this is readily apparent in prophetic scripture throughout God's Word, but it is also contained in the ancient Psalms. Deliverance of the poor and downtrodden from evil kings who will be shown to have tremendous amounts of innocent blood on their hands will be a big part of God's justice and judgment. I have described in prior passages how kings in these last days will become confounded and will be troubled due to ongoing perilous times and their false gods' inability to deliver solutions. In one prophetic psalm we learn that when these kings see Zion's palaces of refuge that fear took hold of them, peace 48-6. The following are answers to the prayers of King David and his people, which are also prophetic and signal exactly what is going to happen to evil rulers in these last days. He shall cut off the spirit of princes, he is terrible to the kings of the earth. P 76 12. He poureth contempt upon princes, and causeth them to wander in the wilderness, where there is no way. 107 40. The Lord at thy right hand shall strike through kings in the day of his wrath. P 110 5. For the Lord taketh pleasure, to bind their kings with chains, and their nobles with fetters of iron. P 149 8. These are world leaders who will have pledged their loyalty and service to the Antichrist and his kingdom and are complicit in all of the aforementioned Antichrist Chaldean persecution tactics. They are those who trust in their chariots and horses, i.e. modern-day militaries. About all of the powerful, wicked Chaldean leaders and corporate tycoons who protect nothing other their own fiefdoms and wealth we learn that their day of punishment will come soon in these last days. Meanwhile, the following scriptures from the Psalms show the fate of evil rulers that will apply in these end times. But thou, O God, shalt bring them down into the pit of destruction, bloody and deceitful men shall not live out half their days, but I will trust in thee. Peace 55 23. God shall likewise destroy thee forever, 
he shall take thee away, and pluck thee out of thy dwelling place, and root thee out of the land of the living. Selah. The righteous also shall see, and fear, and shall laugh at him, Lo, this is the man that made not God his strength, but trusted in the abundance of his riches, and strengthened himself in his wickedness. Peace 52-5-7. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. Peace 34-16. When the wicked spring as the grass, and when all the workers of iniquity do flourish, it is that they shall be destroyed forever, for, lo, thine enemies, O Lord, for, lo, thine enemies shall perish, all the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. Ps 92-7,9. There will be a last day's prophetic fulfillment of God bringing down evil rulers before He installs His righteous inheritance in His kingdom. Recall that we are told in the book of the prophet Daniel that the Lord, removes kings and sets up kings, Dan 2:20. Tilda. Taken altogether, given scripture in the Psalms, as well as that which is given through God's other prophets, there is a very strong theme for last day's deliverance of those who remain faithful to Jesus Christ and have a desire to resist the evil temptations of the Antichrist called the kingdom. Grace and Peace. Lion's Lair, LL.